The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, currently sponsoring the essay contest. For more information, you can call 877-944-STAR or visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. Sponsors are American Freedom Corporation, and we really thank you for sponsoring it. This is by Robert Collier. In every adversity, there lies the seed of an equivalent advantage. In every defeat is a lesson showing you how to win the victory next time. Bottom line, everything in life is a blessing and a lesson as long as we learn from it. Well, in 1968, Andy Warhol who was an American painter, a filmmaker, a publisher, an actor, coined the phrase, in the future, everyone will be world famous for 15 minutes. And in 1979, Warhol reiterated his claim by saying that my prediction from the 60s finally came true. In the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Now, I think we're finally seeing that in this day and age with the proliferation of reality shows on TV, cell phones that have cameras, radio programs broadcast from garages, kids creating online videos. It's easy to find your 15 minutes of fame. And Warhol's comment and his insight expresses his own interest in fame and celebrity and the view of the media that the media enables any person to become famous, whether it's good or bad, so we can become our own superstars, maybe short-term. So well, a more um, recent adaptation of Warhol's quip possibly prompted by the rise of online social networking, blogging, and other online phenomena is the claim that in the future everyone will be famous to 15 people. <laughs> and I think that, that could be it. But, of course, you know, what we call this 15 minutes of, may, of fame now, it's known as the unit of measurement. It's called the Warhol measurement. And we want to discuss that today, and especially the reality shows. So, Heather, what? Uh, no, most of them, I thought those were all incredibly valid points, but before, you know, the classic Hollywood, someone being a star, you know, there are all these iconic things. Now anyone can become, or everyone can become anyone. All, um, you know, exactly with the, with the camera phones, yeah, with blogging. with doing nothing. I, exactly, and that's kind of become the new trend. It isn't that these people are, you know, making some incredibly influential movie or inventing something. Oftentimes, it's kids making a video where they're jumping off a roof and surviving, you know, and, or with all these reality shows now. Before, it was almost like an experiment. And if you notice of any of the first seasons of all these reality shows, there's a certain kind of awkwardness and authenticity that, you know, these people aren't used to having cameras around them. They don't really know what they're supposed to be doing. You know, do they act as their normal life? You know, and do they break down the fourth wall? And then you see slowly as all these shows progress how it's gone from, you know, just kind of observing someone to it's a, you know, a soap opera. Now I think real world is like in, you know, the MTV show, which was, they kind of coined it as the first reality show. It was, and it was very much so. If you watch it, the very first um, season, it's slightly land in a sense of what we're used to now that you know these people it's just their ordinary life which oftentimes you know when we watch these reality shows we think either you know either the crazy things that go on your own personal life you say oh i should have a reality show or i don't know you know people would be kind of bored watching me you know all day long but what a lot of people don't know is that it's post-production editing so they're able to create with every show that you know 
they may have someone, someone may say a lewd comment and then they flip to someone looking over, but that person looking over and have, you know, really, you know, an upset look on their face could be from a shot six days earlier. Well, so there, well we're seeing, too, um, such a prolific, proliferation of reality shows uh, for absolutely every genre. I mean, just mm-hmm. last week I sent you an email because I got a casting where they were casting, uh, I think, the third season of Hell's Kitchen or something. I don't, I've never seen it. don't know what it is. And you were like, oh, my God, that is, like, such crap. And that's the problem with it is that so many of these are so bad. But if somebody really wants to be on camera, be noticed, you know, it, Jerry Springer has been doing it for years. If you have a problem and you want to broadcast it to the world, just write to one of these shows and they'll put you on and you can Which, fight with That them. brings another good point as well, that people, you know, the thing about airing their dirty laundry in a public place, is it's almost something that it's disgusting the fact that people would want to come on shows to confess they've been having an affair or, you know, some deep, dark secret that really, you know, that could be very detrimental to someone, and they want the whole world to know. You know, is that what you want your 15 minutes of fame to be, that, you know, that you slept with the next-door neighbor's best friend and now you're leaving? Or with their dog. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, things like that. And and that brings as well that, you know, there's always that concept of the glass is always greener on the other side. So many people, they crave that 15 minutes. They want it. And there's the backlash as well and the, a lot of negativity. A lot of stars, you know, people that, um, you know, that legitimately are actors. And some more and more today, which actually actors unions are very upset about, is that now a lot of direct, they're, that they're just casting, that it's so much easier just to cast reality things or create a movie in reality senses. But um, that these people are well, getting caught up in terrible drug um, drug things, suicide. You know, they always say it's lonely at the top. It's the same thing. Um, there's a thing about the lotto curse that, you know, these average people win millions and millions of dollars and achieve some form of fame, you know, maybe in a small, in their small town setting, but how suddenly their whole life changes that everyone expects now that if you have money, that, you know, oh, you know, you met me 10 years ago, and, oh, there's so much, there's a lot more stress that comes with this 15 minutes. And also the fact that there's also that knowledge that you may not, unless you're a legitimate, you know, there's so many great actors. I, I use amusing acting as, you know, the example for a lot of this, but so many great a- actors that have been here, they're timeless. You know, the Al Pacino's, Robert De Niro's, Meryl Streep, those people that, their 15 minutes will never be over. It's that, you know, they've achieved their very, you know, astound, very, you know, climbed actors. But then there's, you know, there's certain, all these kind of new teeny bopper things coming in. And there's also that constant fear that, you know, you could be at 14.59 right now. When is that time going to run up? Well, and I think this what scares me about um, the proliferation of the ability to be broadcast all over the world in some medium or whatsoever, you know, whatever, is for people who don't want that, it also takes away privacy. There's mm-hmm. a big hoopla now about banning cell phones from schools because the kids have cell phones that have cameras on them and you can, you know, hold a camera under a briefcase and take a picture of somebody and post mm-hmm. it. So it can be used, somebody could get their 15 minutes of fame and they may not have asked for it at all in any way. Exactly. And that brings in, I think, too, someone could be creating a 15 minutes for you that you don't want to unwillingly, i.e., um, all those Girls Gone Wild videos where 
I, I, I had an interesting conversation actually the other day. I was with a whole bunch of guy friends, and there was a one of those late night infomercials for it, you know, and the guys kind of got all hooting and hollering. And you know, I'm nothing wrong, you know, guys like that. But I thought, you know, in all honesty, you know, I have a very big appreciation for you know attractive women. But I just thought I didn't find it attract like if this is is this really attractive, you know, these drunk girls basically that you know can barely even say their names, you know. You know, you, you like my body, you know, just kind of, you know, taking up their clothes. It almost, you know, it it almost seems like a, a rape scene or something. Like, these girls are basically passed out naked, and that's, I don't know, it just didn't seem appealing to me. And, so, and I think and, what you have to worry about with this, with this whole idea of the 15 minutes of fame is it may be good uh, for now. I mean, maybe you're young or you're at a stage in your life that you're on some kind of moral decline and you think, oh, this will be all right. But... Give yourself 10 years, 15 years. Are you going to look back and regret that you allowed this to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. who knows where our technology is going to go? So I think we have to really be cautious. I mean, we started years ago with the real world, and they would put, you know, kids in these houses and then watch them for six months. And I would always coach my acting clients who wanted to be on it is just think about, post yourself, you know, 10 years in the future. Are you going to want to um, have your kids talking about all the things that you did, you know, during those times? So, yeah, I think you have to think about all that. But then there's the flip side of it where people from some of the reality shows have done well, like Elizabeth, who's on The View. She, she was on one of the early survivors and was cast off, but, you know, now she's got a great gig. And that brings an actual – it used to be almost a taboo that if you – were an actress or an actor that took on a reality show, it was like, you're doomed. You know, you will never have a legitimate career. You know, good luck. You know, you shouldn't have done. And now it's almost the agent, you know, they will send out, you know, they they will send their, their clients things of, oh, there's this new reality show. Would you be interested in it? And like, there's so much leeway now. That's an um, oddly enough, a lot of reality stars in just recent years now have made that jump to actual acting because society has an infatuation with them because just like all actors we see on a TV show, we watch them every night, we feel that sense that we know them kind of thing. So the people, you know, the the mass media, that you know, who's watching these shows already knows them, so they're willing to accept them into other things. A certain ones have gone on to write books, to host television shows, to do modeling, uh, to be actual actors in movies and so it's no longer, um, you know, such a bad thing, but it's such an odd thing to me in the sense that these people get onto it saying that, oh, you know, I'm just being myself. But it just seems so, you know, they, it just seems like, wow, these must be the most intense people they find in the world situations. And it's such, um, it's so interesting to me that everyone, you know, everyone is craving that 15 minutes. Uh, a fame and that how about in these days society how we just kind of find odd ways of going about them and we really a misconstrued um, image of what is fame has become in our society well and you know there is a flip side to that as well is that when you do become famous whether it's for your one minute or you know a lifetime is you also have a responsibility I think to the audiences mm-hmm. out there because now there, people are looking at you, and your behavior is some kind of a modeling. So are you modeling good behavior? Is your life worth examining? Are you living Thoreau's quiet desperation? You know, are, are you doing something that is 
positive and empowering and enriching. And that, to me, is the, the big question about fame. And so, so many people today just have no values and no morals and, you know, really nothing to offer the world other than just being a celebrity. And to me, that is, that has, uh, that's empty. That's very empty. And I, what I found was so interesting is I didn't know until I started kind of looking at this, I didn't know that this is technically a new term, um, you know, since the 70s, and that Andy Warhol had uh, created it himself, that, you know, almost almost that phrase, not at all, you know, that that would be a 15 minutes the same thing. And something that I think is so interesting is because Andy Warhol's paintings have actually gone through, though they're viewed, many view them as, you know, classical, you know, they go sell for millions of dollars, you know, original pieces. But he actually endured some scrutiny that, because really, you know, what they are, you know, they're, you know, the list, the posters, pitch, but they were all iconic figures, you know, those Marilyn Monroe ones, and just kind of, I think it's an interesting take on it that each one kind of has that 15 minutes away because they're all kind of, Misconstrued, and they're very bright and very, you know, there's well, in our certain third things that bring it about. We're going to be talking about um, his very one of his very favorite people that he portrayed, Edie. Uh, she's called the Girl on Fire. Melissa Painter is going to be on, and her whole relationship with Andy Warhol, and it is, and she was actually one of the first celebrities that was known for doing nothing. Kind of like the Paris Hilton, but of the 60s. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she was just known for being a party girl and being outrageous and being there, and that's what made her celebrity. But is that a good thing? I'm just not, you know, I'm just not so sure. But for all of you out there who are interested in your 15 minutes of fame, before you go out and create it yourself, why don't you give it some thought and create 15 minutes that are going to be worthwhile to the universe. If you're going to leave a legacy, why not leave something that is a value. Why denigrate yourself to the point of being known for doing nothing? I, I think that would be just a horror to have that done. But to know that you can do it if you want to. So Andy Warhol's um, his quote has definitely come true in this age of technology, and probably pretty soon it will it'll be longer than 15 minutes. Maybe everybody's just going to be famous forever. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, if you want to look at some more 15 minutes, get a clutch that will help with you aid in that time span, please check out the website, stelladonna.com. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-D-O-N-N-E.com. And you can also visit carmonycollection.com for your handmade clutch for the holidays. It's a, any kind of party, anything. It'll be you would really like to have that, or you can call 619-286-1099. Well, you've been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And more to come, so stay with us. We've got uh, an American family legacy coming up on Star We'll be right back. This business of show business.